everyone. This is Dr. Marianne Mercer. Welcome to my Positive Life Answers podcast. I'm your podcast host and your self-improvement expert, Dr. Marianne Mercer, and you can call me Dr. Mary, as many people do. Welcome to episode 34. I call this episode Holiday Mindset, Ways to Cope with a Holiday Season. I'm an author, speaker, psychologist, and co-creator of a specific method called intensive coaching. I have worked successfully with hundreds of people over the years, and I have a proven track record. And I've achieved many things in my life, and I'm not bragging, I'm just trying to impress upon you as a role model that despite many obstacles, I overcame them. I'll share my story with you via this podcast, as well as examples of people I work with, of course. So welcome to episode 34, Holiday Mindset, Ways to Cope with the Holidays. In my Positive Life Answer podcast, my goal is to help you transform the quality of your life and help you create the life you desire. The goal of my podcast is to help you make improvements and changes in practical and empowering ways. So let's create your best life ever. Thank you for joining me today. And remember to click that follow button on your favorite podcast platforms such as iTunes, iHeart, Spotify. And don't keep me a secret, please, and share with people who can benefit from listening to this podcast. And especially this episode just land and resonate with lots of listeners. So today we're going to talk about ways to cope and deal with the holiday time. Importantly, developing what I call a new and improved holiday mindset for you. So today we're going to explore why and how holiday times are difficult. And some of that you may know already, but we still will cover that briefly before we go into strategies to use, not only to cope, but to resolve issues that come up and then changing and importantly, changing your holiday mindset. It's hard to believe, but it's that time of year. It's the end of the year. And the end of the year is like a rush to get things done, not only at work or in your business and your personal life. Add to it, it's holiday season. The thoughts of holiday times brings up hopes for cheerful celebrations. However, the reality is that most people experience the holiday season with feeling pressure, sometimes anxiety and depression. So why does this happen? First, most people put pressure on themselves with high expectations. They have high expectations for the holiday and memories of holiday past still haunting them, still on their minds. People become overwhelmed with current demands and the added activities that holidays bring, such as invitations to gatherings, parties, get-togethers, and sometimes, and sadly, feeling left out of some of those parties or gatherings, whether they're families, neighbors, and friends. Some people focus on holiday pasts and compare them to the present moment. And that comparison leaves them feeling bummed out. The overwhelming stress and emotions that arise in these examples can lead to many kind of overdoing of behaviors, as you may know, such as overeating and drinking. These behaviors create even more difficulties and challenges, which is the point I'm bringing up, something you already know because overeating, drinking, not sleeping create more difficulties and challenges. So let's face it, the truth is, Somebody's balloon will get a pin stuck in it this holiday season. And that's true. It's a fact. Somebody's going to be disappointed. Somebody's going to, you know, just break your balloon. This is usually because of your own self-imposed comparing the past with the present, high expectations of yourself and others. And, of course, the media images of holidays, of cozy families, lots of friends, loving couples, and blissful reunions. The fact is, individuals become overwhelmed with current demands and the added extra activities that the holidays bring. 
And for some, the pain of being excluded from some family and friends' celebrations is overwhelming. And that is a really difficult time for a lot of people. These images leave no room for sadness, stress that may arrive during a season to be jolly. The best way to be a holiday optimist and cope with the season is to use my strategies that we're going to discuss today. And here's some advice I want to share with you about the holiday issues. Given what we just talked about, there are some easy ways, and I'm going to make this a light podcast today, but very effective and pinpoint as to what you can do to cope between now and the end of the year and then going into the new year. So number one, I feel don't expect to recreate memories of past holidays. Focus on the present moment, creating new memories today and being grateful for the present moment and grateful for the past. Gratitude is important in healing past wounds. Be aware that memories of the past are usually distorted or selected on a few specific memories, and that can be very misleading when you think about them in your present moment or the current time. Memories get distorted over time, whether they're good or bad. So remember, be a holiday optimist by focusing on the joys you want to bring into your life and not feelings you do not want to experience in your life. So again, focus on what you want and not what you don't want. Keep those thoughts that I taught you before about optimism meaning focus on what you can do and solutions to your problems. Keep uplifting thoughts in your mind and focus on creating a great future for yourself. Focus on what you want and not what you don't want. The next thing I would like to suggest is attempt to make a schedule and a plan and stick to it. I'm sure you have a lot to do. There's extra time that's devoted to shopping or cooking or attending events, social events. Make a schedule for yourself and pace yourself. Don't overbook yourself. Don't book two gatherings or two parties in in one day. For example, also don't shop the day before the holiday because you'll be more inclined to impulsive purchases and hasty decisions and overspend. Don't make yourself a victim of the last minute panic. For example, you can get too many invites or not enough and that really is the key. Either you're included a lot or excluded from certain gatherings or friends or family. For example, a popular guy in my neighborhood said to me he had many invites for New Year's Eve, for example. He said to me, can't go to all of them. It's impossible and it's stressful. And he wisely said to me, quote, someone is going to feel hurt or disappointed no matter what I decide to do. And I thought that was a very insightful statement that he made. Whether you do and whether you don't, Someone's going to feel hurt or disappointed. It's important the way you handle it. Think about it. You like this example. You have to decide who to spend your time with. When this comes up, it really starts teaching you and reflects the quality and quantity of your relationships. People you think you might be close to may actually not be by not including you or even asking you what your plans are for the holiday time. So uh, let it be a way to reflect on who you're spending time with. Is this a quality relationship? Do they include you or exclude you? Do they communicate with you? It's a good time to evaluate your relationships. So decide who to spend your time with and keep your priorities in focus. You don't have to attend every celebration because you were invited to, such as this gentleman. But remember, you have choices, so be selective about your times. Prioritize your invitations and ask yourself if those really are people you want to spend time with. 
and be kind with them and explain to them and not ignore their invitations that you have to pass on their invitation or decided that you won't be attending. But communication is a real key so no one gets hurt. Another key to coping with the holidays is don't over-celebrate by eating, drinking, or not sleeping enough. We touched upon this before, but many people cope with uneasy feelings during holiday times by soothing themselves with food, alcohol, and running around in full steam and not getting enough sleep. Instead, turn to a friend for support and let your feelings be expressed. All things in moderation, as the saying goes, but the problem with the holiday season is that we often experience too much of a good thing. While stress is necessary for survival and the zest for life, too much stress has a negative impact on our health, mentally and physically. Too many activities, even if they're fun, can culminate in too much holiday stress and leave you feeling frazzled rather than fulfilled. So watch for that overabundance strategy that some people use, indulging in food and beverages or just overindulging in gift giving. Temptation to overindulge in spending, rich desserts, alcohol can cause many people the lasting stress of dealing with the consequences such as high credit card bills, weight gain, embarrassing moments in behavior, and that can linger long after the season's over. So keep that in mind as well. Also in these most difficult financial times, finding affordable gifts can be stressful itself and carrying a holiday debt is a tradition that too many people bring upon themselves and the stress that comes with it can last for months. Another suggestion I have for you is take a time out, chill out, take care of your thoughts and your mind, detox it, take a few minutes just to indulge yourself, set aside some time even if it's 50 minutes a day to rest and recover. This, is, this allows you not only to recharge, but also get rid of bad or draining thoughts. So you have more energy to enjoy holiday activities. And that involves your thoughts about what you expect. So be realistic. You can only do so much. Let others know if you need a hand and don't play Superman or Superwoman. Let's talk about boundaries. Because so many family issues get amplified um, during the holiday time. And setting boundaries involves either you're together way too much, too much togetherness, or not enough. Those I found in many times that I've worked with individuals as a psychologist and my intensive coaching sessions found these two things as a commonality. So let's talk about setting boundaries because that is a real key. Over the holidays, it might seem that your parents, in-laws, cousins, brothers or sisters call the shots. And you have to remember, you have to choose. You have to decide where you go, how long you stay there, and who you invite over to your home and how much money you will spend. So it's important to set boundaries for the holiday time. So too much togetherness. Holiday times are really stressful because they're a time when family, extended family members tend to get together. While this can be a wonderful thing, even the most close-knit families can overdose on togetherness, making it hard for family members to maintain a healthy balance between bonding and alone time. Did you ever feel that way? Many families also have roles that each member falls into that have more to do with who individuals used to be rather than who they are today, which can sometimes bring more dread than love to these gatherings. So sometimes, and I see this a lot, family members, they just look at you with eyes of the past and don't recognize who you are in the present moment, and they can still push you around just as you were as kids. So keep your observer around, meaning just watch for those signs of that happening in your gathering time 
with your family. And sadly, on the other side of the coin is there's not enough togetherness for some people. That can be a tough time of year for many people, especially those who have lost partners, parents, as it reminds them of their loneliness. As the world seems to be gathering with families and friends, those who rely more on friends for support can often feel deserted and alone. Before you commit and decide to do anything, decide what your limits are for the following categories. And I'm spelling this out to get you thinking. So before you commit to anything, family or friends, decide what your limits are for, like number one, traveling. Are you gonna fly or drive? How long will it take you to get there and to visit? Hosting guests. Will they stay over for a night or a few days or a week? Spending, how much money are you budgeting for presents this year? Food, what are you going to eat? How many cookies are too many? Think about that and just keep that strategy and goals in your head. So, you know, when people push, oh, you're going to have another piece of dessert, it's okay to say no. People push another alcohol, eggnog beverage, just say no thank you. You don't have to get into the spin cycle of saying, why don't you want another pizza cake? Why don't you want another eggnog? Why don't you want another glass of wine? And when conflict comes up, and listen to me, this is really, really important. Conflict is inevitable during stressful times of family gatherings of holidays or even other times of year when there's family gatherings for birthdays or other events. So when conflict comes up, how will you handle a disagreement if one breaks out? So let me repeat that. When conflicts break out, how will you handle a disagreement when it breaks out? How are you going to avoid family conflict? Avoid debating hot topics. You know, even the best families can drive you nuts. And that's just the fact of it. So this time of year, even before packing your bags, think about conflicts that might pop up with a family. If one of your parents has a pattern of talking bad about a particular group of people or, or world events, don't be surprised when they start one of their rants. So you can't change them, but you can decide how you respond. So changing your holiday mindset, the key here, listen to me, this is really important. You can't change them, but you can decide how you respond. In teaching you about optimism in these podcast episodes, we talk about optimists versus pessimists. Optimists focus on what they can control and what they can't, and then they decide how they're going to respond to it, and they make a plan for it. So these tips are helping you make a plan to how to deal with holiday stress. In my last episode, if you haven't heard it, it was about complaining, and a lot of families sit there and talk about Sierra's and Michigan's, they call it, just complaining, complaining, complaining. So listen to that episode. It'll give you a little more detail about why it's important to stop complaining, and when you're around people that complain all the time, how it affects you, and strategies to cope with that. So briefly here in this episode, you can ask someone just to stop. When somebody's complaining on and on again, you can ask them to stop, and it's possible to be direct and still be kind. I'm not telling you to get up and scream and yell at them, but just say, okay, you know, enough is enough of that. Can we talk about something else? Or, and if they don't want to, just get up and leave and go to the bathroom, go in another room and tinker around or help out with the kitchen work. Sometimes walking away and taking your breath is the best thing you can do. So remember, your new mindset is you can decide how you're going to respond and you're going to create your plan of action. Decide ahead of time how you'll respond if tensions start to build. So remember that this is the time to plan from this moment through all the holidays 
to New Year's how you're going to deal with an abundance of parties, invitations, or the lack of them, family gatherings, family conflict, friends gathering, friend conflict, too much together, too much apart. Create your plan of action. Decide how you're going to respond if tensions build up when you're with them or disappointments pop up when you're excluded from them, especially from your friends. Communicate to yourself that plan of action. Make it clear how you're going to act. And if you can, make it clear to your gathering friends or family that you don't want to talk about hot topics in the world, politics, or your siblings' addictions or problems. If someone pushes back on your boundaries, you can leave. Pay attention to when you feel uncomfortable, unsafe, embarrassed, or trapped. If somebody is out of control in their behaviors, and you know what those are, you can decide if and when you walk away. Your positive mindset, your new positive or optimistic mindset for the holidays is to focus on what you control. If you feel the stress of the holiday, such as Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, write down the things that you are in control of. Take ownership of them, and that will help you feel more in control of your lives. Remember, people who are more happy and optimistic feel more in control of their lives. And what they do is think about these issues, pick the ones that feel good that you can carry out, and follow up with that. Just focus on what you want and not what you don't want. That leads into the next tip, and I say, just say no. I love Christmas as much as the next person, but no matter who you are, it's absurd to attend a million, a million ornament exchanges and cookie decorating parties. It's exhausting. You still have a life, you still have work, or whatever it is that you do with your day. Be honest about what you can handle and say no when it's too much. Instead of squeezing in three or four Christmas parties in one weekend, pick one or two. Prioritize your family time, your friendship family time, and commit to what you want to do. Focus on quality relationships and not quantity. I was talking to someone yesterday and said they had so many friends and they really were really into the quality of her friends. That when it boiled down to it, just like everyone else, it boiled down to two or three high quality friends that made a difference in this person's life. So you can have a hundred friends, but maybe only two of them are the most close to you and are good, good qualities. So it's not the number, it's the experience and the quality of that. Overall, this is your new holiday mindset. Let me repeat them to anchor them into your mind. So you can have your new optimistic mindset. Just briefly, make realistic plans for the holiday season, set realistic goals for yourself. Importantly, pace yourself. Don't take on more responsibilities that you can handle. Make a list and prioritize the important activities. This can help you make holiday tasks more manageable. Be realistic about what you can and cannot do. Don't put all your energy into one day. Live and enjoy the present moment. Remember, there are I have a lot of memories of holiday past, and so do you, I'm sure. Sometimes, though, our brain selects and time distorts it. We pick on little itty-bitty moments that were disappointing or sad, or little itty-bitty moments that were like, on a 1 to 10 scale of joy, it was a 10. Select which memories you have, embrace them, and then move on. Sometimes you can create new traditions based on past ones, and I've done that with my family, and we've enjoyed those as well. Live and enjoy the present moment, though. And if you're lonely, don't have a partner, a spouse, and odds with your family, not friends that are coming around for you, 
Use the time to volunteer to help others. A lot of research says when you're lonely, volunteering some time to help others is really what helps you feel good and heal yourself. You know, try something new like that. Pick something that resonates with you. If you have people to spend time with, try something new and celebrate the holidays in a new way and spend time with supportive and caring people and make time to contact a long lost friend or relative and spend some holiday cheer with them even if it's over the phone or even send them a card. And remember, very importantly, make time for yourself. Self-care is a key to overcoming any type of stress and when that is magnified during the end of the year rush and holiday stress, self-care is important. After all, you don't take care of yourself and recharge. How can you be of help to you, yourself, and to people who matter most to you? Now, in recent years, holiday plans and stress got up to a new level because of COVID and lockdown. Just a little quick note that's still something that is happening these days is holiday plans had taken on a new meaning and was a very difficult time for people um, during a couple of years of COVID and family members not being sure what they can do with themselves. But some of the things that I had talked about with the media can be helpful in this year, in this day and age, when things are a little bit better with pandemic or viruses or things like that. And I think one of the key takeaways during that time, and I was you know interviewed this uh, by some magazines, is to rethink and reimagine your holiday tradition. When facing realities, or limits, the people who did well during that time rethought and reimagined their holiday tradition. And I think that is helpful for any time of year, uh, regardless of what's going on. And these families and friends who did well during those times of the pandemic and restrictions on gatherings carry on some of those positive new skills that they learned. And they learned to not expect to recreate the past holidays or reimagine them and open up lines of communication and in a very creative way and a flexible way those people who did well focused on problem solving during that time and were less anxious and depressed so make a list of options and then have everyone sleep on it before talking about it again and making final choices so when family members are kind of split up and one day you're with one side of the family one day you're the other side of the family talk to both of them rethink and reimagine how that can be easier on the two groups or if they need to be kept separated so be patient and reassure your family that you love and still care about them you can't be in two places at once so if you choose not to visit everyone in person you do need to reassure that they are still loved valued and cared about and that was a big takeaway I taught people during the years of the holiday time pandemic stress. So talk with your family and friends about how you love them and care for them. And that your absence or a remote visit over the phone or video is difficult for you too. You can't be everywhere all the time. You can express you miss them and that you like to get together with them when it's not such a big rush. So expressing yourself is a good role model for them. And it takes the heat out of some members of your family feeling less important or left out. If you decide to visit them, maybe the day after the holiday, because it's too stressful to run around to 10 different places. So acknowledge everyone's emotions, whether it's disappointment or sadness, express an encouragement to talk about it 
and it really creates a stronger bond between family members. I've seen families grow closer during those rough years because they made time to call and talk with each other more than in the past. And it's possible to become stronger and grow together closely, even with the challenges of stress of not seeing your families and friends as you wish during the holiday time. So I think those were really important lessons that we learned through the pandemic years that can help you now and forever. And that is expressing and being a role model. It's a good time for that kind of reflection and a good time to improve communication with family members and not taking them for granted. So I gave you many tips today. So pick the ones that resonate with you. It's a good time to think about it before the um, the next few weeks get into high gear and pick ones that are really helpful for you. And then let me know how the lesson I'm teaching lands with you today. And if you have any questions about it or need more advice, please feel free to email me at drmercer at positivelifeanswers.com. That's D-R-M-E-R-C-E-R at positivelifeanswers.com. Feel free to email me your questions and comments also using the Contact Us form available on my website, positivelifeanswers.com. And don't forget while you're at the website to feel free to sign up for my free newsletter. And also, if you feel stuck and need more help with these topics, I am still offering a free 30-minute session for new uh, clients who want to contact me about my unique intensive coaching sessions. So please use my email that I just gave you or contact us from on my website at positivelifeanswers.com and contact me in regard to your free 30-minute intensive coaching session and requests to help you. So if you're ready to take a leap in your path of changing and improving your life, especially as this year unwinds, and we'll talk about that in my next episode about making goals and visions for your new year. So a note to my listeners, this podcast aims to provide useful information to my listeners. It's published with the understanding that your host, Dr. Miriam Mercer, is not engaged in rendering professional counseling or therapy through the contents and comments of this podcast. If you need professional help, such as counseling, therapy, then the listener is responsible for seeking the services of a competent therapist or professional. I suggest you contact your local psychological station or contact your doctor for a referral. So thank you for listening. Make it a fantastic day and week. Positively, Dr. Mayer.